What is going on? I uh, will apologize. It's uh, been a bit of a quiet moment in the podcast. Uh, one could assume for very obvious reasons that the changes in all of our lives have affected this podcast as much as anybody else's general lives. And that's true. Um, you know, I kind of had a bit of a lull in, in interviews to uh, acquire or people to come in. I, I They're coming, but um, now the complexity of doing these things is catching up to us. And, you know, life has changed. Uh, we all are kind of living a bit of a different life. Those of us that um, have been asked to alter the way we work and alter the way that our children's lives work and all of these things that are becoming very present, uh, you know, have changed what's going on for all of us as individuals and as, as groups and as, as families. Um, whether that be through your sport or through your work, uh, there have been massive changes. And um, I thought it would be interesting to do a podcast, somewhat of a food for thought, because uh, I don't have an interview this week, uh, around you know, my thoughts and my perspectives on where we're at, um, sort of as a society, as a human race. Um, I will lead that I'm incredibly disappointed with the human race. Um, I, I, at one point, had far more optimism that perhaps we were better than we are, but um, it has, you know, become probably far more evident that we are not. And that has uh, really upset me and on many levels. And one of which I've, you know, been incredibly frustrated by uh, the world around me and the decisions people make and the choices. Um, but then I kind of had to step back from that and think about, you know, what can I do? What What is my role in all of this? What, a, what am I empowered with what are what are what are what am i talking about right and um it really boils down to mindset something that i've played with in this podcast something that i ask everyone to play with that listens to this and perspective uh which is similar to mindset but also is the what i would think the way you can play with the varying knobs or barometers of your mindset um and the choices we make around you know our perspective um, you know, it's something that my dad said to me a long time ago is that it's, you know, very hard to change your mind. Um, those that can are probably of, I would say, a, a far more flexible mindset. Um, those that cannot, uh, I would think probably have a very narrow set of rules they live their life by. Um, and right now is the time where we need to check ourselves and think about what we need to do to perceive this situation. What are, what is our role in it? Uh, and and how do we have a uh, growth and positive mindset around the problems that we face going forward? Because what we do know is that there's an unknown timeline to all of this. What we do know is that it changes every day. What we do know is it's a pandemic, and that uh, you know more and more people are getting sick. What we do know is that people are going to die. Um, but what we don't know is maybe how we should look at this. You know, you think of the mental health aspect of this and the the load that this is putting on people. I've had conversations with people that are freaking out. They don't know how to deal with this situation. They don't understand it. I've had conversations with people who are a bit blasé about it. You know, like we should just continue no matter what. We should just get on with it. Um, you know, this could just blow over. Um, I've had conversations with people who are very concerned about their futures. Um, I've had conversations uh, where I'm blowing up because I can't believe decisions are being made to potentially put lives at risk, that my name could be a part of that, that things could happen, that I could be associated with. Um, you know, this is 
brand new territory for everyone. And the probably the craziest part about all of this is is that no one is exempt from what's happening. Um, yes, people are hoarding things, people are doing things, but that you know make them they, they make them feel better. But no one is exempt from the reality that we all are in right now. There's not a single person on the planet. There are people that are probably far more uh, equipped to deal with uh, things, you know. But it's possible that um, you know the survivalists, uh, you know, are there, you know, being able to survive this. It's possible that you know the doom side of this, the dystopian future uh, that could exist, uh, is there. But none of this is known. Um, which brings me to the mental health side of this, and 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 driving for a better mindset. You could get sucked into all this. You could get totally screwed around in the brain. You could fall down, you know, and think that you're going to lose your job, that the financial markets are going to crash, that, you know, we're going to run out of food, that there's not going to be any toilet paper. This can happen. You know, this is all a reality. These things could happen. Um, But at the same time, it all comes down to the decisions we're making and the the perspectives we're taking on it. Um, For instance, I had a realization when I was going to work, which I'm now no longer. I work remote. And I'm now making the decision to only leave the house for an hour of day to get exercise. Um, I push for all interactions to be over uh, digital platforms. Um, and I'm fine with that. Um, but I had a realization before I um, was able to work from home that um, I had to ride the trains. And I saw a man who was head-to-toe covered with uh, masks and plastic gloves. And then I noticed that he also had cotton buds in his ears uh, to protect himself. And he was wearing long sleeve clothes and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, what have you, right? Now, my knee-jerk reaction off the back of, uh, you know, sort of where I was at with things is like, what the fuck is this guy doing? One, he's got a mask and he shouldn't. Totally unfair. Uh, Those should be given to the people that need them. Uh, And then two, you know, he's got gloves on. All right. Uh, And then he's got cotton balls. And like, what, you know, what is going on? But then I had to change my perspective. Um, I challenge myself and I challenge all of you to, when you have that reaction, to immediately look to the opposite perspective of what that would be. So what is the opposite perspective of what I was doing to judge that person? Would be to understand and give them the opportunity in my mind to have space to, for it to be okay for them to have a mask, to put cotton balls in their ears and to wear gloves. And the option I had that I arrived at or the the view that I would have to have a perspective would be that maybe he's got autoimmune type stuff. Maybe he can't get sick and maybe he has no option but to go in and out of, to work on public transportation where he is exposed and potentially to a life-threatening virus. And, and in that moment, and as I kind of told this story again and then had that realization, it dawned on me that how we choose to look at everything will inadvertently create the the possible future that we're going to live in. The us v. them, the racism, that this is a China disease, that these things are what they are as a result of the blame game, uh, when in reality, it doesn't matter what happened in the past. It only matters what decisions we're making now and how we're going to do them from a positive perspective and what our future is going to be shaped as as a result of the decisions we're making now. Um, you know, it's it's hard to articulate the the value of um, making sure that we are, you know, looking after each other, um, that we're not just going down the path of self protection, 
um, you know, the fundamentals of being a good human here. You know, sometimes being a good human is making hard decisions. It's about going against the grain. It's about, you know, being, being confrontational. Um, but also bearing in mind that, you know, you can be wrong and yet still have a conversation. But you should also be willing to listen and hear. Um, you know, this goes back to where, you know, my conversation around careful where you drink from, you know, the, the way you get your information matters. It's going to shape your perspective. It's going to shape your biases. It's going to shape your mindset. You know, if you're reading something that seems really grossly hollow or biased in any way, go find something from a different perspective, an article about something that's from the alternate perspective or something that's a bit more in the middle to give yourself a spectrum of thought. Um, you know, your mindset over the next, you know, one to six to 12 months is going to matter here. Your ability to be agile and change is going to matter. Um, you know, I'm preparing for any outcome here. Um, the only benefit I have is, is that I was born in the wild and I can survive in the wild. And I'm not talking dystopia. I'm not talking about that specifically, but I have an agility and an ability to think on my feet. And if things have to change, things have to change as a result of that. But I know that I'm picking to survive this rather than, you know, let the zombies get me. Um, and that's, I think, something that if I can give any advice and any takeaways, how you look at this situation, how you perceive it, how you position yourself in it is going to matter for the long run. Um, and fundamentally, if you can find a place where you can just be a good human, uh, that's where you're going to win in a lot of this. Uh, and it's going to be uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong. The other thing about all this is that, you know, we're working from home now, people. Uh, this is probably a majority of people that uh, now live their life at home more often. You know, the, the anecdotal point I had on that was is that we spend most of our life complaining that we got to go into the office and do this work. And you hear people complaining about, oh, man, oh. Um, and now we have this sort of golden ticket for many of us to go work from home. And it was like, oh man, I don't know how I'm going to work from home. Oh, I'm going to get through it. Um, you know, it's ironic that, you know, we're never content, right. Or that people will not be content. Um, but I've got, you know, I've been working, uh, from home on and off for quite a long period of my life. I enjoy it. I find that I'm far more effective in the, at home because I set up an environment to be effective. Um, again, setting yourself up for success here, you know, have an environment where you are able to do your work. Um, but there are some pitfalls. And some of the things that I've noticed is because now that the majority of people that are working from home are now working, and I'm working in groups, uh, new groups of people with new groups of people, is they work at all hours. And they're like sending messages all the time now, uh, you know, in, inside of my pattern of work from home and my remote working setup. So it's a far noisier environment. And I'm just saying, protect yourself from the hours. Make sure you're working the appropriate hours from home. Make sure you get up and walk around and have breaks. Make sure you're hydrating. Get a little bit of exercise. Do a little bit of the things that you need to do to keep yourself sane. You know, and push for video. Push to have a conversation face-to-face -face with a video. Uh, make it happen. Don't be weird about it. Uh, it does feel better when you're having a video conversation than it does an audio one, or not at all. Um, and where you can have human interaction, make it happen. Uh, go out of your way to do so. Go out of your way to have smaller, shorter meetings where you just check in on people that you work with or, or teams that you're working inside of. It's important. Um, you know, and, 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 and eventually this working from home thing probably will change back. But the point being that, you know, we all have to somehow work our way through this. And uh, yeah, working from home isn't the end of the world. Uh, it's, it's lucky we do. Some of us do have that option. And inside of that, 
you know, we do have the uh, option to care for family members and do things like that because we're home more often. So the balancing act there is is possible and you can do things like that. If you've got kids that potentially are going to be out of school soon, you're at home. This is a very lucky situation to find yourself in, one of which that is beneficial and uh, should be uh, held preciously uh, and, and while we go through, you know, this, I guess, massive change in our lives. Um the other thing is, is that I, I often find myself talking about this flattening the curve model. And if you're not familiar with that, then you should go out and read about it. It's important that we understand what that means and the mechanics that drive that. Uh, high level, flattening the curve is ensuring that the ceiling that we have for taking care of the sick uh, and the people that need it inside of our healthcare systems is met, that we don't pop through the other side of it. So, so long as um, uh, you know, we are doing the, the right things socially, as humans to minimize exposure, uh, we should be able to maintain the correct curve and we should be able to also, you know, manage, uh, hopefully, the number of people that die, um, which is important. Um, you know, it doesn't mean we're not going to all get sick or that the, the numbers aren't going to be there, but what it does mean is that we're doing as much as we possibly can not to break the healthcare system's uh, resources and humans and uh, make it impossible to curve our way out of it. The data, you know, is is there. If you do the research, you can find these models uh, that showcase the value of doing it. So social distancing is one of them, and this is almost a political choice. You know, it's still early days around this. They are saying it, um, but like I mentioned before, I'm only going out for one hour a day. Um, that is to get exercise, a very specific thing to protect my own health. Uh, and inside of that, there are rules in that. I am going to CrossFit, and we are cleaning all of the things. We are making sure people aren't sick that are going there. It is socially responsible engagements in small groups, one of which I'm comfortable with and everybody's taking very seriously. Uh, and that, to me, is you know the type of social distancing that you know when you have to go out you do um you know i've done a shop as much as i could get uh for a week's worth of food i should only go out to do that once a week sending only one person to do the job i mean these are choices and these are things that we need to consider you know that that the spread of this is is not good uh, and we have to do what we can to minimize the spread of it it's important that we consider that and do our social um our social good and and minimizing the exposure and the spreadability of this, because that's the one constant we know. We know it will spread from person to person. Um, and that what we are doing by social distancing and self-isolating where possible is ensuring that the people that will can be exposed to this that will be at risk do not get exposed and are not put at risk. Uh, because there are a number of people uh, that will, will be uh, at jeopardy should this be, come into contact with them. And that's not just old people. That's people in intensive care units. These are people with immune deficiencies. Um, these are, you know, these are young and old people that could be exposed to it. Um, you know, and that's something we all should be socially conscious about and responsible for. Um, I, I guess the last big one uh, in this is, you know, the future of our lives from a financial perspective. I'm no financial analyst. I'm not going to pretend to be, but you know, there are a lot of things that are pointing towards, you know, tightening the financial belt, if you will. Um, and I guess it really comes down to what are you doing to prepare for an inevitable future where we're going to see a big change in our economies, a big change in the businesses that are, are running and financing things, the way at which we spend money is going to change, the way that we go out and do things over the months to come are going to change. 
Um, you know, there are going to be people that lose jobs. There are going to be things that happen, I believe, as a result of this. It seems almost inevitable on a global scale that the flow and effect of a pandemic like this will affect many markets that will, um, you know, affect other markets. You know, the Australian dollar is now uh, the lowest it's been since, I think, 2002 or something crazy, something very long. It's, it's, it's down around the 50, 50 cent mark, which makes it just insanely less valuable, which will have an effect on our economy. Um, you know, the stock market, uh, the ASX stock market is going down, as are all stock, all markets. You, you would be absolutely remiss not to Boy Scout up right now and figure out what you're going to do. What is your current plan with your job? What are you doing to protect it? What are you doing to uh, maintain uh, your, your current trajectory and what you're trying to achieve for the next six months? And should you lose your job, what is your plan? You know, what are you going to fall back on? What can you do? Um, you know, it's a conversation that I've had a few times and, and, and one that I do not have answers for, one that I worry about myself, uh, one that would feed into your mental health, one that would feed into this. And I'm not trying to scare you. That's not the point. I'm trying to give you a, a growth mindset for what you're going to do to prepare for this. What is your short-term plan? What is your long-term plan? Should anything change? How are you going to deal with that? Um, and yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sticky situation. Not one that um, I bring up lightly to scare people, but in a certain sort of positive way, one I want to raise to make people aware that, you know, we're not just safe because, you know, we showed up. <laughs> Things can change quite rapidly. Um, and companies that we work for may not be able to financially float. Um, I was at a friend's a small business uh, retail store, and they're at massive risk of potentially having a business-related problem, massive risk of people not being able to come to work and service their business. Their their uh, financials will definitely be hurting. Um, you know, there obviously are government things they can fall back on, but that doesn't mean their livelihood isn't at risk. Uh, and then the people that work for them's livelihood isn't at risk. It's all very, very scary, and, and certain parts of our um, economy are going to be heavily affected by this. Um, that's sort of doom and gloom. I apologize for that, but it is, you know, sort of a reality check there is a social well-being we have to consider here, and I'm not saying we should all go out and spend money in the shops. Um, by all means, I, I believe more around the social distancing, but what I do believe is is that there's going to be a point in time where things are going to get pretty sticky for people you know, and we got to all work together to figure out ways to help uh, where possible. Uh, and if that means getting you know creatively uh, together to think about things, uh, to work things out, you know, then I think that's part of the job we all have now. You know, what is our perspective on the matter? How do we help where possible? Um, because I don't hear a lot of social good stuff going on and I don't hear a lot about all the different bits and pieces. Although in, um, Canada, apparently they're doing some more so social good, which is, it was, sounds good. I didn't get quite get into all of it, but, um, yeah, it was, it sounded like they were doing, trying to have more good, do more good than uh, bad, which was good, which is a horrible way to say all that. Um, so a bit of a recap, right? Mindset is important. Over the, the next six months, I think our mindset's going to be challenged. Our mental health is going to be stressed. Our perspectives are going to make a difference. How we look at this, how we deal with this is important. Blaming is just not going to do anything. Panicking isn't going to help. Hoarding is definitely not helping and fucking get it together, right? Working from home is a normal way of life. You can figure out a way to do this from a productive perspective. And again, how you look at this, what you put into it, and how you constructively deal with this sort of isolating feeling of being at home matters. And you can do that. You can figure that out. There are ways to do it. And the internet's full of topics on how to get through your day at home uh, and, and still be productive part of um, the working culture. 
Uh, and you know, it's all, it's all, it's all good to be honest. Flattening the curve. If you don't know about it, get out there and read about it. Self, um, self isolation, social distancing. Uh, you know, all these sorts of things make a difference, and the choices you make around uh, to to add to flattening the curve matter. And uh, you know, future proof yourself financially. See what you can't be doing to have a few different options for ensuring you have fallback plans should things get sticky for you. Um, I think it's important to be ready. I think we should all be ready and better to have been ready and been wrong than to not have prepared and been wrong uh, about it. So that being said, I, I guess I'm going to wrap it up. I mean, that's 20 minutes of me just rambling on about, you know, the end of the world. And uh, yeah, where I think of what's currently happening. There's a lot we don't know. There's a lot that happens every day that shapes the way we're going to think about things. And I think, again, just remember where your mind's at. If you're feeling down, if you feel like you can't handle it, reach out and ask for some help. Ask for your, you know, share it with your friends and family. Talk to, a, you know, somebody that you trust. Uh, work it out. You know, just let people know you need to vent. Let people know that you have a problem. Be honest. Don't let this erode at you from a mental perspective. If you're worried about other aspects of your life changing, you know, make sure you get that help. If you need professional help, go get it. It's important. You know, what we do with our minds is is, is all the things that I, that I talk about. And it's very important that we all maintain um, a positive outlook as much as possible on this. Um, there is going to be negativity that comes through. There's going to be things that aren't, aren't nice, but we can um, choose to have a better outlook on all this and our mindset matters. So pick a perspective that works. And if you're worried about your perspective, look at it from the opposite angle and see if you can't challenge yourself to flip the switch, um, you know, just like Dre did. Uh, and uh, good luck working it from home. Uh, I hope everybody does not uh, go absolute stir crazy uh, over the months to come. Uh, that's me uh, giving some food for thought on things that I've been thinking about. And uh, yeah, I hope it all works out for everybody. Uh, again, if you have anything you want to talk about uh, or, or hear about, uh, let me know. Shoot me a message on the old socials. Uh, thanks, everybody. And I will talk to you uh, soon.